Once upon a time, there was an actor who decided to become a business coach. As soon as she entered the world of business, she was showered with self-doubt. But through her learnings, the conversations she had and the work she did with clients, she discovered the one key truth for survival. You have to find you, be you (laughs) and let them see you. Welcome to the Make It Real podcast. This is Tricia Lewis, your host. I speak to loads of fascinating individuals who've built their own businesses or just have loads of experience and story to share. You'll get tips, insights, you'll be motivated as something a bit different today listeners I like to treat you so I've got a fabulous guest called Di Jones and it's photography but it's photography with a bit of a twist here because Di does photography for the construction industry manufacturing and then she coaches photography in ways that you can use it on LinkedIn she talks about repurposing she talks about positive mindset and boy oh boy did she need it when you hear her story so if you've come across her at all you will know that she lives in a glorious part of the world Derbyshire because she posts every day to cheer everybody up with these beautiful landscape photographs but don't think for one minute that she's living in the lap of luxury and has had this wonderfully easy life where she just wanders around in beauty. No, it's much more gritty than that. So um, hello, Di, lovely to have you. Hello, thank you for having me here. It's a huge pleasure. And um, needless to say, it was LinkedIn that brought us together because um, the lovely Lois introduced us. And, you know, this is how LinkedIn works. And that's what I love about it. And I meet fascinating people like you. So we were chatting a bit before I pressed record um, about the story that got you to where you are now. And it's it's not a straightforward story by any means. <laughs> but there's but there's common links throughout. And this kind of construction thing, this positive mindset thing are definitely common links. So so give the listeners a, a sense of of what that story is. Um, right, okay. So I started when I left school at 16, which was 39 years ago. Yes, I really am 55. I think it's the fresh air that keeps me young and all the walking. Um, and I started to work in a builder's yard and I've sort of been in um, construction ever since. I just loved it. Um, I worked for McLean Homes, Northwestern Cheshire for many years. I worked for um, Nexus Logistics. And then I um, left to have my children. I was 20, I think I was 29 at the time. And I couldn't take him back. When I went to drop him off, I actually got halfway down the road and go, oh, I can't do this. And I I went back home, took him off the childminder and I've never been back to work since, so to speak. So I've always worked from home. It was a choice I made and I had to make it work. So I started to do one, one not, not to be one to be pushing the kids back into to school and talking mumsy sort of things. I started to make crafts. I'd never used a sewing machine before. So I started to do crafts and I was selling them. It wasn't, wasn't as easy as it is today. 
um, on the internet. So I was doing craft fairs. So I would go out, make all the stuff, go to craft fairs, sell them. And then I decided I really loved it, made some curtains for myself. And then my friend wanted some and I made some for her and then her friend wanted some and I like to do everything properly. So I went away for six months back into to Nottingham and got an A-level in soft furnishing. So it was basically hand sewing curtains for wanting to be in control. I learned how to use a drill and a step ladders and I would go out and measure up. I would also go and make the curtains myself when the kids were in bed or at school. I worked 20 hours a day, seven days a week to make it work. So at the time I was single. And um, I, I did make it work. I was very, very busy. And um, I uh, would go and fit all the curtains and poles myself and the tie backs and that, that was my business. And then I met somebody from Renway, Renway at school and he asked me to do him some care home. So I designed uh, the interiors for many um, care homes throughout the UK for Care UK. And I did some for four seasons as well. Um, and then I got into doing really more residential um, interior design uh, for many, many. In fact, I've been running it for 27 years. I've just finished one project. And you only really take on a couple of projects a year, probably one very large project a year even now, because I like to help people and I like to help to save them money. And I do save them money. So that's where that, that's where that is. Um, and then how I got into the photography is I'd had, um, I'd had a, some serious operation and I'd had a disc removed. I've got a scar on my neck here. I'd had a disc removed because I was partially paralyzed down my left-hand side. In fact, I was virtually paralyzed down my left-hand side. Some of the feeling came back and it, some of it didn't. So I used to go out and do a lot of walking. This time a second marriage had failed and um, I'd basically lost everything. So my house, my home, my house in Spain, absolutely everything had gone and I had to start again. So I started walking and, uh, and then I was told I couldn't do that much walking because I did the Yorkshire Three Peak Challenge. I like to challenge myself. I did it and I did it in 11 and a half hours. I'm frightened of heights. I didn't like mixing with people and um, I wasn't really fit enough, but I did it and I did the challenge in 11 and a half hours. So I was quite proud of that. I don't really tell many people that. Um, and then the neurosurgeon told me I couldn't do that much walking. So I had a camera in my drawer and I picked the camera up and decided to do photography instead. And that got me out more and more and more. But I was frightened of heights. I was frightened of the dark. I was frightened of walking to the car on my own. I was frightened of going shopping on my own. And actually photography saved my life because it made me overcome all of these fears that I had because I had to go out and do it and it still pushes me today because there's always something new to learn and I love learning I've realized I'm actually I'm just one of these people that just soaks up learning so that's where the photography came in then I um, was doing a lot of interior photography for a lot of interior designers um, and I took on all their photography. And then I had some mentoring from um, a lovely friend of mine. Um, he's on LinkedIn as well, Matthew Goldsborough. And he changed the way I looked at myself as a business. And he made me realize I could actually make money just doing the photography. Mm. And so I then got onto a mentor program with Jeff Brown, 
um, the Awesome Photographers Group mentorship. And uh, so I started posting more on LinkedIn and then LinkedIn sort of became my life. Um, and so much so that I was running um, people's LinkedIn. I've been running people's LinkedIn now for two years, two and a half years, but also giving LinkedIn masterclasses. And how that came about was um, an engineering company, DSL Engineering. Um, I went out, I was introduced to them to go and do some photography for them. And I sat there and I'm so passionate about companies investing in photographers to have their um, photography done because you know it can cost sometimes cost quite a considerable amount of money and then they don't use them enough so they'll normally use them for their website for bids for literature and basically that's it and they sit in this they sit wherever they sit within their computer or their marketing department and they don't actually get used and it frustrates me because they can, they can be repurposed for LinkedIn, especially now we've got stories, we've got polls, we've got um, absolutely everything, articles, um, video, and just because they're stills, it doesn't mean they can't be made into videos. They can, they can be made into really beautiful videos. I mean, I do it all the time with my landscape photography. Um, but also you can also do carousels and that can give so much information to different to, to companies your 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 clients and your suppliers um, well, just yeah. through the images and yeah. he asked me and he then asked me at the time he said I was there for about two and a half hours and for two hours I talked LinkedIn not photography and he said will you do me a masterclass and I said yes and I went away and I thought okay yeah, I can do this so I created my own masterclass and I've been giving it to lots of different marketing companies. I've worked with the, all of you, uh, all of Arigi Bianchi in, in Macclesfield. Um, Nick Bianchi took me on board and I've given them all their LinkedIn training. I've gone into lots of marketing departments because what a lot of marketing departments do, they use Instagram more than LinkedIn. So they're very surprised that actually when they go into LinkedIn, how much more they can actually utilize LinkedIn. But you can't yeah. just be on LinkedIn and just go and be there and post. And it takes a lot of work. Well, let's, you know? let, yeah, let's dig down on that because I think the listeners will already be sparking off thoughts in their own head, having heard those various options that you're putting out there. Because, I mean, so far what we've got is an extraordinary story um, and there is there is no way that you can't spot the fact that this is a powerhouse of energy um die jones and um but you know but real i mean the name of this podcast is make it real and we're making it totally real for you listeners this was not you know when you look at people you think oh well they've got it all together haven't they and oh look they live in that beautiful place probably in a huge house and uh, you know with kids and growing up kids and a husband and um scones and things and 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 they've probably always done this photography thing they're very good at and got lots of well you know now don't you that's not how it works <laughs> listeners <laughs> that's not how it works um it might do for some of there's nothing wrong with that either but you know let's get real so constant um getting back up and not giving up and this idea that photography I've, I've heard this actually quite a few times and I get it even I get it even if I if I feel a bit down admittedly it's only my I you know my um Samsung actually to be precise um camera but the the very 
act of being mindful because that's what you are when you do photography um, makes you feel a hell of a lot better go out walk around the block oh look that's a weird thing I've just spotted on the camera I'm going to take a photo so you're in the present so you're not your mind isn't going in a catastrophizing right brilliant we love photography and you don't have to be an expert to get that joy out of it either so thinking now about because I think you're right, Instagram is known for the visual social mm. media side. LinkedIn, still some people haven't quite figured out that it's way more interesting and exciting and creative than I think, you know, the, the old school of thought was. So, and also this repurposing, because we, <laughs> because we go and take all these photos or whatever's and... Um, yeah, once they're up there and we get like five comments and they're never seen again. So, so let's let's think of some ways then that that this you you actually listed a few, but I just wanted to stop you so listeners could take that in again. So, so imagine you've got so number one, are you saying it might be an idea to get a few professionally done photographs in the first place? Yeah, I think professional professional photographers, people have this thing that they can't afford them. I, I would actually say you can't afford not to have them. Um, I mean, I, I did some photography for an engineering company and just through one image that I put on, something that he wasn't even, he wasn't even aware I was photographing. I then asked what are all the details behind all of this I and I asked permission to put it on his post I was managing his LinkedIn as well and I put it on his LinkedIn and the day after he posted it up he'd worked for a company for 25 years and the day after he got he got somebody said I didn't know that you actually did that product that mm -hmm. goes to show that when you're working in your business on your own business, you don't see what's interesting. I went on a shoot the other day and it was um, a company putting some um, road signs up. And they said, and, and the chap that was taking me around, he said, oh, I don't think this will be very interesting. I said, you're joking. I was like jumping up and down, really excited because that's how I get with photography because I see the opportunities. I see how we can interpret it. And then we went to another site where there was a lady working young woman was working there and that was really exciting me because that's the equality and diversity within the company and people don't see it you know they don't see how they can actually purpose it. even from I'm going I'm going out next week um do my training to um uh bookkeepers and she's yeah but what can we do I said loads we can do flat lay we can do time lapse uh, I mean, time lapse is a really easy one. You just put your phone on, you put it on time lapse, and you just go about your work. And you're sitting at your desk, and all of a sudden, it's really fast, and people are interested. What we have to realise is other people are interested in what we're doing, and sometimes we actually forget that, and we're too scared to put it out in case people are not interested. But LinkedIn, does, LinkedIn doesn't work just like that because you can't get on LinkedIn put a post on and then disappear. You have to participate. You have to connect, you have to engage with people and you have to engage in an interesting way. And that's where a lot of people fall down. They don't engage in an interesting way. They're not really interested in it. 
it's it's really what's in it for them and not how they can help people i just love helping people i love making people happy and which is why i do the i mean i was out at quarter past five i think this morning watching the moon set and then i went around crawling on the floor taking photographs of of um, flowers because they were just blooming so i like to get the everyday stuff that's happening but it encourages other people to do it as well yeah so i think i think i have a passion that you put me in front of any company with the linkedin and i can come up with 30 images immediately yeah and they may have images already there they have web, most companies have websites you can repurpose all of your website onto your linkedin mm. by the stories that you're telling mm. and it's it's actually as simple as that if you can get your head around it I love that. And you were talking about, as you say, you can do those um, document things. So, you know, like a yeah, yeah carousel. Carousel. Yes. Yeah, carousel. Yeah. Um, I love the time lapse idea. That's, that's great. Um, and yeah, I think for also for people who, because obviously I help people sort of get together with the idea of doing videos with them of themselves, you know, so people yeah. get to know the person. But it's a great, I think, sort of way in for some people, you know, that it isn't their face necessarily. Yeah. Do you agree? This is where I've had the biggest problem with. I've only just found who I am. I've just got rid of a whole world of limiting beliefs from abuse, from being a tiny child, to having a tough childhood, to being bullied at school, to having two broken marriages. Um, to losing my home, to losing everything I'd ever worked for, to being left penniless. There's been times when I've paid for my dog to, and I've put it on LinkedIn, that I've paid for my dog to have um, a load of treatment to only lose him two weeks later and not have food in my fridge, literally. And I will not, I never tell anybody. I won't even tell my children because I don't want to burden them. This is my life. And I want them to see me in a positive light and lead a positive way because I didn't as a child. Mm. So I want to make sure that I give them the positivity. And so I don't share these hardships. But hardships are not, they're not really a problem. They're just, it's just what they are. Mm. And it makes you a stronger person. So I'm only just really feeling comfortable with myself. But up until today of going on here, there's no way I'd have agreed to have done this at all mm. um, and I don't video myself and it's only these past couple of times I've put little snippets of when I've been running but I'm just accepting who I am so I think it's quite okay and I'm going to be doing lots more videos but I'm not going to necessarily be on them because I don't want to be on them but you can do voiceovers so mm. I'm learning videography and I'm learning videos of doing all the different videos of where I go and visit because I want all the people to enjoy what I enjoy. So rather than just images, I'm starting to do lots of video. And I love, I love to find out the history of places. So I'm going to start sharing the history of these places, but videoing it. But rather than videoing myself, I'm going to do the voiceover once I've done it. It's far easier. And that's a way in. Because then you start listening to what you actually sound like. You start accepting how you sound, because we all sound really different than what we think. We look different to what we think we look like. 
And, and I very often will sit down and do a video of myself and look back at it and just keep looking back at it to get used to actually talking because we're all human. <laughs> we're all human. We're all us. And what's not to share if you're helping somebody else? And that's how I see it. If I can help somebody else, then it's worth actually sharing it. But yes. if you don't want to do a video, you don't have to yourself on there um yes. yes i love the idea of doing um because there's some really fabulous documentaries on tv um if you search around and get the you know there's a load of rubbish on tv but there are some absolutely beautiful documentaries and often you don't really see much of the narrator at all but you but you do feel their presence and you know and I think that 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 is as you say not only is it a way of letting people actually they do get to know you because they get to know what you're interested in because that's what you're doing the video of they get to know your voice um they can feel your enthusiasm and passion for that for that subject within your voice and they um th there's a sort of uh, yeah, I just think that as a as a way in, or 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 just that that becomes your thing. I mean, that's oh. the other thing is everybody's got their thing, haven't they? And it doesn't have to be. I always say to people, just because I'm out there with you know with hats on or whatever it is, it I over and over again say to people, all I'm saying is find your thing and release it. You know, not yeah. not be like this. Yeah. Just find your thing because it. You must feel this now. It feels like a bit of a weight has been lifted off your shoulders. Oh it? gosh, yeah, I feel amazing. It's like um, just be authentically you. Don't be scared of being who you are. Um, I had so many limiting beliefs of being too scared to be who I was, mm -hmm. and now I'm just me. You either accept me and you like me, or you don't. And I and I think some people won't like me, but don't follow what everybody else is doing. Yeah. You know, you see a lot of people who, who do these videos and they're pointing to things and they're not talking. Well, that's not me. If, if you don't feel comfortable doing something, don't do it until you are comfortable because it will come across. Now, I speak from the heart. If you look through my uh, LinkedIn profile, I actually speak from the heart every single time. But more of my personality is coming out because I'm feeling I, I've got a voice Mm. and either people will want to listen to it or they won't but I know I help a lot of people in the process absolutely and um I've discovered I've discovered that and it's a really lovely uh feeling actually um it's it's kind of an all-round therapy isn't it it's kind of like yeah it is yeah you you put you put this stuff out there a bit more you're a bit more you you then get the lovely sense that okay this is fine. This is fine. Nothing bad has happened here. This, this is all good. This feels better. This feels more normal. Oh, look, and I'm meeting all these interesting people because they now sort of find some resonance here and there's some connections and this is really intriguing and we're all asking each other questions and, and everything. And then and then you realise when you get a little message saying, oh my gosh, thank you so much for posting that. Yeah, I was feeling miserable today and it made me feel better. Whatever, whatever, whatever. And so that mm -hmm. makes you, let's face it, Yes, yeah. Very little that we do is completely altruistic after all, because yeah. when we do something nice for people, we get 
a reward it's yes, just, yes. you know yes, that's how it works I think, I think one of the key one of the key points for me is letting go of toxic people yes. I, I, i've literally i've literally whittled my way down to very 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 few people it's not to say i don't love people and i don't like them but toxic people and anything toxic i don't listen to the news i rarely watch the television um i live live literally in silence if i'm working i'm working in silence if i'm out with my camera i'm in silence whatever i'm doing i put 100 to mm. so if i'm with people that's what i'm doing at the time and i think for me that's given me a, a huge um ability to find out who i am so if I'm feeling uncomfortable because I was at the weekend, I'm thinking, oh, no, I just feel really, because sometimes if I spent time with people, I come back and I feel really low and there's nobody there. And I think, oh, gosh. And instead of putting the telly on, which is rubbish anyway, or, you know, just making myself do something I don't want to do, I'll sit in the silence and find out what's, and find out what internally it's telling me. And oh, then yes. I think it from oh there. yes, 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 yes. This is this oh. is great. I love that. Definitely. Um, it was something I I definitely didn't do enough of that for decades. And um I think that it's something I've taught myself to do. I mean, it tends for me, I like to be out in the nature situation because mm -hmm. I then um absolutely focus whereas yeah maybe more distractions if you're inside but but fortunately you know I ended up this is my third marriage with, right. with a man who is very good in his own company <laughs> <laughs> so there's there's hope for me yet then yes, <laughs> my, me, yes, my yes. Yet. <laughs> there have, I've got to say they are probably few from between now I don't know that but I do feel I do feel very um very fortunate that this happened because we're both able to be independent in oh. a space and even it's funny because in lockdown I thought oh my gosh because he was actually going into an office building um every day and now he wasn't I thought it's gonna be a bit tricky um but not at all not at all and he loves reading and and but you know but I suppose he'd be more equivalent of your dogs it's like, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah. so much as there is something there is a presence a beautiful presence there that i know you know there's yes. that kind of love and um you know when you want to have a laugh and you know we're, we're there yeah. for each other so he can probably hear every word in the next room right now but it won't none of it will surprise him um, but yeah it's 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 definitely so difficult to do in this day and age we are so programmed in a way and it is only us doing this by the way everybody nobody told you you have to be constantly tuned into everything and have everything on yeah. be on social media 24 7 but we do it to ourselves it's quite a powerful force that that is pulling us in there and so we have to make a like you said it's a very conscious process that you have to go through almost like I'm going to take two minutes, not doing anything here. Let's see if we can last two minutes with no sound on no, And you get through the two minutes and, all, and there's a point at which you sort of find that, mm. oh, 
this is actually quite nice yes yeah yeah and I think I think you can become overwhelmed with um social media there's so much going on you need to be doing this on Twitter and TikTok and Instagram and LinkedIn and, and basically I chose LinkedIn yeah I chose LinkedIn and I'm growing I think I'm up to nearly I don't know, five and a half five thousand seven hundred connections and lots of nearly six thousand followers and I don't do any of that by DMing people um, to connect only if they've liked it. It's generic. It's basically if they've liked something, they're a second connection, then I will say, thank you very much. I won't ask to connect. Yeah. I'll just go, thank you very much for liking my post. I'll say which specific post it is. I will talk about the person themselves and I keep it very, very um, interesting. And I don't ask to connect. I just say, thank you. And I think a lot, a lot of the time, that the a lot of the connection requests that I actually get myself, people do still do not send a message. Yeah, they just connect, and it's so easy to do. Even if you're doing it on a phone, it's so easy to do. Instead of just going to the connect button, go to the three little dots down below, press the dots, and in, and personalize your invite. And I think it, it's that I want to be on a personable basis. Mm. I think it's very, very important that we live in a world of, um, obviously, we've been in lockdown for 12 months. Um, I stopped doing all my LinkedIn, all my um, networking, mum one on Wednesday, but um, I generally don't do the networking because I don't feel I've got a voice and I feel like I'm sat behind a screen and I'm just like, this idiot sat behind a screen <laughs> some people it works for me it doesn't because it takes me back to my childhood and growing up of being insignificant and I that know. really 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 puts me in a really weird place it's that being insignificant and none really of insignificant that's definitely going to that's definitely going to resonate with a lot of people i i i it's funny because like you say, we are, this is the pointlessness. We're all different. I mean, yeah. we, we will find loads of common links between us, but ultimately we are all different. So uh, we've all got our own story for a start. So your, your school story, my school story, it, it, funnily enough, the only time I felt significant in any way whatsoever, because I was a, I, you know, I wasn't one of the popular gang or sporty or anything like that was when I was doing something like reading a passage from a book in English when they came around and asked you to. So so in, in a strange sort of way, and of course, you know, my background is as an actor and, and that was partly maybe my way of, of having a voice of some sort. I don't know what was going on, but I've worked it out in hindsight, of course. But so for me, those networking things have a different, completely different set of associations and they they... Yes, there are some which I think, please, dear God, let me out of here. But that's so easy on Zoom because <laughs> you can just put something in the chat like, oh, my gosh, there's somebody at the door. I don't know, whatever. Um, and it is much easier, to be fair. But I don't have that. It, it, this is great because this just lets people know out there we're all different. We're all mm. different. And you just, put, you know, don't. It's one thing making an effort. Yes, we do have to make an effort. We do have to try things and not necessarily give up after two seconds. But 
but you fairly quickly know when that knot in your stomach is telling you, I don't want to be here. This doesn't feel right. And you're trying your best. And so don't fight. Don't fight. Yes. Use that use that energy mm. in creative and interesting ways mm. and choose your tribe and your place. Yes, and you just yeah, it's choosing your tribe. And since I've since we've been in lockdown, I've learned so much. I'm on an inner circle of learning lots of different business areas um, through um, creating different revenues through through affiliate marketing, different things. But also one of them with her was also copywriting. So I've been learning copywriting. Mm -hmm. uh, which has been phenomenal for me. I mean, I have to have a, I bought a book and it's just my, it's my Bible now. I just go by it for everything I do. But I've realized I actually enjoy writing. Yeah. I actually love writing. And I always have, and I always said I'd, I'd write a book. I mean, I am writing a book to go with my masterclass, but there is another book. There's lots of different books inside of me, which, which uh, they will all come out. Oh, uh, they will. I'm, I'm really enjoying the actual creativeness of the writing i think that's why i love doing all the the landscape photography because i write a story about the morning of being out there um yeah, yeah. It's, it's storytelling definitely um yeah. and yes oh well we look forward to the, all those books coming out of you Di. we will we'll, we'll hang on in here for those <laughs> I write them, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so listen i'm gonna wrap up because I, it's one of those conversations that i've got so into i almost forgot we were doing a podcast interview um so <laughs> so, so tell so listeners you you need to I, I would suggest that you personally invite um yourself to be connected to die on linkedin um and uh, you know, get to see all these fabulous pictures, ranging from her and her high vis and hard hat to the Derbyshire, you know, sheep and everything. Beautiful, beautiful. But is there anything else you want to say in terms of people connecting with you? Would that be the main place? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, go on to LinkedIn, connect with me if you want any advice or any help. Just have a look through my profile. I've got lots of recommendations there for the LinkedIn and the photography that I've done. Um, but it's not just about that. It's about helping people. I had somebody ring me at the weekend and he just said, I just don't, I don't know how to repurpose my, my content. I don't know what, I don't know what to post. And he's a fellow photographer and he was talking to me about, and I'm going, right, that's a story. That's a story. That's a story. That's a story. It's a story. Exactly. There's a story yeah. in absolutely everything we talk about and we can repurpose it for all these different things on LinkedIn. So if you're stuck for stories on LinkedIn or stuck for your posts, go to your website, have a look, give me a call and I'll help you out. Or in my case, go to, because I'm so old, <laughs> you go to your memory box and look at yeah. some old photos and, uh, and take a photo of one of those because somewhere in there, there's a story that links to something that possibly even links to a news item of the day. I don't know, or links to something that you've seen somebody else post about and you want to enter that conversation. Oh, look, and this photo tells a story that's so, you know, this, this is how yes, it goes, yes. you know, and yes, you've got yes. all this stuff boxed. You're literally living in a box and, and people like die and me help you open that box out and yes. see the stories. Yes. Yeah, yes. I love yes. it. Uh -huh. I love it.
So thank you so much, Di. I'm sure you'll have a, a rush of little invites in your um, LinkedIn notifications. And um, yeah, I, I really look forward to following you now and seeing all these lovely images and hearing your stories. So thank, thank you. Thank you very much. That's a pleasure. Thank you. Take action. Try this one small step. Have fun experimenting with different ways of letting people get to know you. So yes, maybe it isn't your full face all over the screen. Maybe you've got a little circle of you in a corner. Find out how to do that with things like Loom, um, which is a great app, or just whatever other app you use that you can just have shared screen and maybe just the voiceover alone, but get used to the idea of sharing more of you. Play it back, listen, get used to it. If you enjoyed that, I'd love you to give me some stars over on iTunes and tell people about this podcast. If you want to work with me on your visibility and getting generally unsquashed and having impact, you know where I am. TrishaLewis.com for more details, where you will also be able to sign up for the Unsquasher Fortnightly to get regular updates on the podcast and some really cute little communication skill tactics. If you want to read my new book then you better head over to Amazon, The Mystery of the Squash Self. Now that's got a fair few tips in it, and it'll definitely show you that you are not alone with some of those inner critic wobbles. So for now, don't forget, find you, be you, and for goodness sakes, let them see you. It's time for tea.